This is your Yahoo Finance Market Watch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. News. This is Yahoo Finance Daily, a daily update on the top business, finance, and stock market news from around the world. Let's jump into today's stories. U.S. stocks ended the day lower Thursday as investors dissected the latest batch of economic data more Fed speak, and the start of earnings season from corporate tech giants. The S&P 500 and the Dow Jones Industrial Average both fell nearly 0.8%. The technology-heavy Nasdaq composite declined nearly 1.0%. Bond prices ticked up. The yield on the benchmark 10-year U.S. Treasury note rose to 3.397% from 3.368% earlier this morning. The dollar index has declined over 10% after trading at its 20-year high in late September, per Bespoke Investment Group's data. Stocks plummeted Wednesday after new government data showed a slowdown in consumer spending activity, while a reading on wholesale price inflation showed signs that price pressures are easing in the economy. The S&P 500 had its worst day on Wednesday since mid-December failing to hold the 200-day moving average according to the US market intelligence team at JP Morgan. Wall Street navigated another round of data in Fed speak on Thursday. Federal Reserve Vice Chair Leo Brainerd said Thursday the central bank should stay the course in making monetary policy more restrictive to make sure inflation returns to 2% on a sustained basis. Federal Reserve Bank of Boston President Susan Collins said on Thursday she favors a more moderate pace of interest rate increases ahead of the Fed's next monetary policy meeting, which starts January 31st. Later on Thursday, New York Fed President John Williams is expected to speak at a separate event. Other Fed officials on Wednesday called for more interest rate hikes. St. Louis Fed President James Bullard said policymakers should move interest rates above 5% as quickly as we can before pausing the current hiking cycle. On the economic data front, new U.S. home construction continued to fall in December, the fourth consecutive monthly decline closing out a disappointing year for the industry. Residential starts decreased 1.4% last month to a 1.382 million annualized rate, according to government data released Thursday. Single-family home building jumped to an annualized 909,000 rate. Economists surveyed by Bloomberg called for a 1.36 million pace of total residential starts in December. Applications to build, a proxy for future construction, decreased 1.6% to an annualized 1.33 million units. Permits for construction of one-family homes fell 6.5%. Initial unemployment claims dropped to 190,000 compared to 205,000 in the previous week. Claims were expected to rise to 214,000 per Bloomberg estimates. 
Meanwhile, the Philadelphia Fed Manufacturing Index improved modestly in January to negative 8.9 from negative 13.8 in December. This reading came in better than the forecasted negative 10.3. Investors are starting to enter what's likely a challenging fourth-quarter earnings season, with analysts downgrading their forecasts for earnings growth. According to the data from FactSet Research, the consensus for earnings drop is 3.9%, which would mark the first year-over-year earnings decline reported by the index since 2020, if realized. Datatrack's Nicholas Colas notes that the power of corporate earnings remains a question mark. Fourth-quarter earnings should provide some insight, but commentary from management on this year's fundamentals will be more important. The problem, in Colas's opinion, is that no CEO has an incentive to be upbeat right now. Netflix took center stage as it reported earnings on Thursday after the market closed, kicking off a two-week period during which most of the market's biggest tech companies will report their quarterly results. The streaming giant's co-founder, Reed Hastings, said he would transition from co-chief executive to executive chairman while naming a new co-CEO, current COO Greg Peters, alongside Ted Sarandos. Netflix beat its forecasts for subscribers in the final quarter, increasing by nearly 7.7 million new customers. The firm had previously expected to add 4.5 million during the period. Shares rose 3% after the close. In other market-specific moves, shares of Alcoa dropped Thursday after the U.S.-based aluminum producer reported lower prices for aluminum products at the end of 2022. Procter & Gamble shares slipped 2% Thursday, after the company raised its full-year sales forecast on the back of price increases to cover transportation, commodity, labor costs, and the impact of a strong U.S. dollar hitting its overseas revenue. Amazon shares were down nearly 2% as the company reported it would shut down its charity donation program, Amazon Smile. The decision to end the decade-old program is the latest aimed at reducing costs at the company. In commodities markets, West Texas Intermediate, the U.S. benchmark, rose over 1% to $80 per barrel. At the same time, gas prices are up 5.33% since the end of 2022, according to AAA data. For more live coverage of business, finance, and stock market news, please visit yahoofinance.com. We'll be back tomorrow morning with your daily update. So until then, thanks for listening. Spoken Layer. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.